Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Have you ever fantasized about having weight loss surgery? Research conducted in Australia has revealed that approximately one third of individuals seeking bariatric surgery have been diagnosed with a psychiatric disorder such as depression, anxiety, or binge eating disorder. Trigger warning, this episode is going to talk about eating disorders and disordered eating, so please listen at your own discretion. Always make sure to self-care. The What's Eating You podcast is a series of mental health topics that are designed to make you think, learn, educate, and validate. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of the What Is Eating You podcast. I'm your host and resident psychologist, Stephanie Giorgio. Today, we have an interesting question from one of our viewers who's embarking on a transformative journey through bariatric surgery. Thank you for reaching out. I appreciate you sharing this and giving me the permission to share your question. Every question on the show does have consent, and that has been approved by the person submitting the question. Before we begin, I want to emphasize that while I provide general information about bariatric surgery, it's important to consult with your healthcare provider or bariatric specialist to understand the procedure, its potential risks, and the specific guidelines that apply to you. Let's go into the question. I have watched your videos for a while now about ADHD and foods mostly. Big fan. I was about, I am about to undergo bariatric surgery and I was wondering if you're familiar with it and maybe interested in sharing some content around it. Thank you. Absolutely. I feel this needs to be spoken about more. And the way I came across it was I've actually worked with people pre and post bariatric surgery. I've worked with people all over the spectrum, whether they were struggling with their weight initially, whether six months later of working with me, they've decided to get bariatric surgery or whether they have undergone it and then they've come to see me after. If you're not aware, bariatric surgery, also known as weight loss surgery, is a medical procedure designed to aid in significant and sustainable weight loss for individuals who have struggled with obesity and related health issues. 
There are several types of bariatric surgery available, including gastric bypass, gastric sleeve, and adjustable gastric banding. Each procedure has unique characteristics and considerations, and I have another episode on this as well. The decision to undergo bariatric surgery is a significant one, and it's essential to be well-informed about the process, potential benefits, and the risks. There are different types, and it's all dependent on your medical history, your lifestyle factors, and discussions about the benefits and limitations of surgery. Now, how does this fit into ADHD? Many people with ADHD will struggle with eating concerns. Some may have bulimia nervosa, and some may have binge eating disorder. Some may also have anorexia. There's a high comorbidity with eating concerns, which not many people talk about. The reason for this is that ADHD has a component of impulsivity, um, dopamine seeking, and food is often used as a way to manage that dopamine need. It's also used as a way to regulate your emotions. It's used as a way to distract yourself from stress or negative thoughts because people who grow up with ADHD or undiagnosed ADHD are often told, there's something wrong with you. Why can't you apply yourself? You're not good enough. So they live in this hypervigilant state of hyperarousal and food is often used to regulate that. There could also be other reasons, comorbid trauma, but I won't go into that for now. So yes, many people with ADHD struggle with their weight. They may also struggle with binge eating. They also may struggle with bulimia because bulimia is purging following binge eating. And this purge can often be seen as impulsive, as meeting a need, as self-punishment. It really varies. And I'm going to talk more about this in upcoming months. While bariatric surgery can be a powerful tool for weight loss, there are other stories I've shared on this podcast where it can come out the other side and be detrimental and damaging. It's really important to know that it's not a quick fix. It's not an easy way out, that's for sure. And it's not a standalone solution. It requires a commitment to a long-term lifestyle that essentially never is the same before surgery. I don't think many people realize just how much of a change on your life it is and what you need to support the benefits that you get through this surgery and the internal infrastructure it requires. Now, basically before the surgery, people do need to go on a restrictive diet, low calories and shakes, and I believe this is to get the liver in as healthy form as possible. When we speak about ADHD and bariatric surgery, what's important to note is any psychological condition should be managed pre and post surgery. If your binge eating is dopaminogenic, it's for dopamine, it's to meet a need of impulsivity, that I don't like using the word addiction, but the term is called addiction transfer. And what this is, is 50% of people who actually undergo bariatric surgery experience a transfer addiction, which means the food is just replaced for something else to meet that need that food was meeting. So we see people go into drinking alcohol because it's easier to 
get down and keep down than, than food in some cases, or drugs, gambling, online gaming. The dopamine effect isn't just what you put in your mouth. It can also be what you consume, what you do with your hands, etc. So if you are someone who struggles with your weight and you also have ADHD, it's really important that you manage those needs that food is meeting for you. So I'm going to go into some skills and strategies that is going to help you if you binge eat, if you struggle with eating, and you may or may not have comorbid ADHD. So one is, what is the function of your binge eating behavior? What does it do for you? What do you feel when you're binge eating? For me, it used to be a relief. It used to be a release. It used to be an escape. I used to be so tired. I used to be so exhausted. I was running a business, studying full time, and I'd come home and it was just like me time. And maybe I was regulating emotions too sometimes. So what is it for you? What need is it meeting? The second thing is, is my ADHD properly managed? Do I need to go on medication? Because many medications for ADHD actually help with binge eating because they do suppress the appetite. Now, this can go two ways because you don't want to give someone who struggles with an eating disorder such as under eating an appetite suppressant because it can go the other way. So it's such a delicate dance. But if you have ADHD, make sure that's being appropriately medicated by a psychiatrist because a lot of the impulsivity, the consistent eating, the binge eating can be managed effectively with stimulants. Not everyone, but in the case. You're probably thinking, can you get that medication if you don't have ADHD? It's possible a psychiatrist may prescribe you stimulant type medication for eating disorders, but it's not covered. So if you have ADHD, a portion of your medication, the cost is covered, but say you got Vyvanse or another type of stimulant and you don't have ADHD and you have an eating disorder, it's very expensive to get that medication. I recently learned that, so I thought I would share it. The second thing is making sure you're getting therapy pre-post-surgery. So important, like I said, to have the internal infrastructure to go into this because the people who have usually come out the other end in a worse position didn't have that internal infrastructure. They didn't realize the significant changes it was going to make because once you're out of that surgery, if you're emotional and you're upset and you drive through Maccas and you buy a Big Mac, you're not going to be able to eat it in the same way. There's terms such as um, plugging or clogging, and that's when the food gets clogged and you can't get it out. You purge, you vomit because of the surgery and what you can keep down. And you can often feel empty or unfulfilled because food is not going to meet that need in that moment. So you have to sit with your bad feelings. You have to sit with it and you have to deal with it. Essentially, that surgery can be useful because it removes layers of coping. And when I say layers, I mean food, I mean spending, I mean going through the drive through And it's interesting to see that people will still do the behavior. So post-surgery, they may go through the drive through They may buy that McDonald's and they can't actually eat it. And they're like, what the hell am I doing? So sometimes it's it's good to still go through that process to realize and learn that you're not able to do it 
but you have to have other strategies in place. You have to grieve the old person you were because a lot of people have reported to me that even though they lose weight through bariatric surgery, even though they're not eating anymore, they still have the quote unquote fat mindset or their eyes are bigger than their stomach or they look in the mirror and even though they've lost 30 kilos, they still see that fat girl from high school. So you have to do the internal work as well because the reason people struggle so much when it comes to weight loss or a body journey is that the weight comes off, but the mind hasn't caught up as fast. So your mind has to adapt as much as your body does as well. And this can include going to the gym. This can include having a healthier lifestyle. This can include letting go of diet culture because your body may change. So it's about your mind changing in the same way. So having therapy that teaches you when I have these urges to splurge, when I feel impulsive, how can I manage that? And a therapist may suggest journaling, deep diaphragmatic breathing, something physical to regulate your nervous system other than food. So maybe instead of driving to the drive-thru, you drive to a nice spot, a nice park, and you go out and you sit and you do some mindfulness or some breathing, or you hold on to something in your hand, a stress ball, you wait for it to pass. And also making sure you're eating enough. It's really important to have a nutritional team to ensure that you're getting enough vitamins and nutrients, because after that surgery, if you're not, your hair can fall out. If you're not having enough protein, if you're not having enough of the adequate nutrients, and then you've got to deal with hair loss, another self-esteem issue. So there's so many layers that come with it. And recognizing it is a journey, it's going to bring up a lot of stuff for you and you're going to need support. So don't be afraid to ask family or friends who are not toxic to help you on this journey. I hope you've enjoyed this mini episode on ADHD and bariatric surgery. If you enjoy these topics and you want to hear more about it, be sure to let me know. But a massive thank you on the What Is Eating You podcast. I appreciate you. I'm so grateful that you are listening and I cannot wait to see you next time. But before I go, have a little gift. If you are someone who struggles with binge eating and you really want to start to build that internal infrastructure and work on your mindset and manage your binges, you do have to build your awareness. And I've built a free binge eating tracker tool that you can start to build your awareness with. It's in the show notes below. Click the link and you'll be able to download and access it. And then you'll be part of the internal system and you'll get cool emails from me with tips and tricks. And hopefully you love it. All right. Have the best week and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.